going on, everybody? Cheers. Happy Wednesday and welcome to the With Her Two Hands podcast, where each week we celebrate women who build, fix, and make things with their own two hands. I am your host, Bogey, master mechanic by trade. However, celebrating all trades and women throughout all of the blue-collar, hands-on industries, uh, women in these trades tend not to get recognized nearly enough. We are a small minority of the overall trades force, um, but we are a mighty group of women, and our numbers are definitely growing. We're seeing more and more women coming up in the ranks. However, our guest tonight is a woman who, similar to myself, came into the trades more than 20 years ago, which means it was a different landscape when she came up in this world, and yet she has made a a huge success for herself, made a great life for herself. Um, She is a business owner. She hails from New England. Uh, She is a general contractor and carpenter, and I am super excited to meet her. But I want to thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us every week uh, on these Wednesday live streams and, of course, joining in on Monday for the archive episodes. As always, you can listen to this whenever you want on wherever you get your podcast, and it'll always be on YouTube and on Facebook as well. If you like this series, please make sure you hit like and hit subscribe and leave us comments and send us some love. Leave us a review. It helps get more eyes on these incredible women and allows their stories to be heard and hopefully impact future generations uh, of the trades and future generations of women as they come up within the trades. So without further ado, I am going to bring in tonight's guest. I am super excited to meet Miss Kelly Gannon. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you doing this evening? I'm good, you? Fantastic. I love your bright blue wall. It's literally not mine. Probably oh. <laughs> never made anything fucking blue, but am I allowed to swear? <laughs> Shit. Yes, you're totally allowed to okay. swear. All right, um, all right. No, I would not so- be anything blue. This is literally in my guys thing. That's okay. I love it. Of course, no, the first yeah, thing I'm that like I comment black, on. Like gray. <laughs> I love it. So we're going to do yeah. a disclaimer on this episode. Kelly is from New England. She's from Massachusetts. And we know that New England girls, similar to New York girls, like I am, we are spicy. Um, so be forewarned, there will be adult language. There will be mature language. Um, it's going to happen. It's sorry. It's not sorry. I will try to be like not <laughs> That's super okay. cussing. But, yeah. No, I don't. I here, you be you, darling. All right. Um, so tell the fine folks at home who you are and what you do. God, just put me on the spot. Um, oh <laughs> Is this your first time doing an interview? Ever. Ever. Oh my god, I'm so like honored. Ever, even with like, well, I did like one stupid like article. I shouldn't say stupid because she's she, if she watches, she's gonna be ashamed. But I did like one article for like some magazine and they made me do a Zoom and I was just like, this is not comfortable. This is so awkward. Like I'm good in the field. I'm good at like in real life, but this is like, I don't know. That's okay. Like I'm I'm old. I I am super honored that you said yes and agreed to do this. No, you're not. I am 45. How old are you? Oh, you're older than me. Ah, see. Ah, Yay. I'm just kidding. I'm 43. Um, okay. We're in the same. So market. I'm Kelly. I am a general contractor. I have been in the trade since I was very young. So I started out with my brothers and we literally started rehabbing apartments that oh, wow. we lived in. 
to save money oh on goodness. rent and like get into places. And we found that that was an angle and my dad always did it. So it made sense. And then, yeah, I just, I got up on a roof one day and that was it. Like, Ex- Explain me it. that, that angle. Like, so you, you used rehabbing the apartments to get into them or do you just. So if you live in like poverty, which we lived in, and I'm not going to lie, like we lived in shit. So you sell these landlords, like they're like, why should we rent to you? Well, I don't know. Cause I'm going to fix your shit up. <laughs> like I'm going to make your shit look nice. Cause you don't want to do it. And I don't know. It sounded like my dad kind of programmed in us when we were kids, we lived in the housing projects and he actually got in trouble for fixing the housing <laughs> because you're not allowed to touch anything when you live in housing. Like don't paint, don't do anything. And my dad was building trellises for my mom. <laughs> he's like over here. He's like, I'm painting all the kids rooms and he got in trouble for that. But it just became like later on, like my brothers utilized it. We utilized it to our advantage. Does that make sense? Like we were like, Hey, like I can come in here and fix this place off and you know, just give me a, a place to live. And it worked. It, it worked. It, it worked. And I mean, you know, I always said to my kids, like we lived poor, but we never lived like ugly. That makes sense. Like we'd always fix it up. So it looked good. Like it wasn't like shit. We didn't live in shit. Nobody wants to live in shit. You know what I mean? No, definitely not. And, and you're like, you've got the artsy creative side for sure. So that like, yeah everything merged together to make that happen. That's a genius thing actually to, uh, to it's offer a, it's that. It's a survival thing. <laughs> like, it's, it's, like... it's a survival thing, but it's super creative that not everybody thinks of. And it's such an early on like proof of like what you can do when you know how to work with your hands. So that's yeah. like just such a cool thing. So you totally came by this naturally, but I, I feel like I've read somewhere that dad was a carpenter but was yeah. not supportive of women doing so, this kind of work my dad was funny he was a hot mess of a man he literally was, i loved my dad like i literally loved my dad but he was a hot mess of a man um okay. the guy had so many talents and skills it was just amazing but he drank it all away so mm. unfortunately and he yeah i don't know i don't know where to go with my dad <laughs> That's I don't know that he wasn't supportive, but he'd be like, Mary Rich. That's what he used to tell me when I was like a little girl. He'd be like, Mary Rich, honey. Mary fun. Rich. Okay. Mary Rich. Uh, obviously, I screwed up. So he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was his theory. Uh, like, just Mary Rich. But he did have, like, that typical old school mentality, like, barefoot, pregnant in the kitchen, like, women had a place. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, Am I offended by that? No, absolutely right. not. Well, it's, I'm like, hey, dad, it's, look at, no, I'm going to do it. And I'm, I'll, I'll just take on the guy and take care of him. Like, how's yeah. that? Were you the only daughter? Yes. Well, okay. so I grew up with three brothers. Three. Three brothers. Okay. Three brothers. And then later on, like 10 years later, he had, he remarried and had my younger okay. sister. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So how did he respond when you started getting into doing this work yourself? I mean, he seemed totally fine with it. Yeah. He really did, you know. Nice. But if I told him like, oh, I'm dating a carpenter, he'd be like, why? He'd be like, they're broke. (laughs) Like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, no, you were broke, dad. Like, you, you were broke. So yeah, I think for him it was just about I think he supported me in anything I did, but yeah. unfortunately, what I think he, he actually created me, if that's the weird thing, like he yeah. created what he didn't want. 
Yeah, I think that happens a lot, actually. You right? know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. So did did all the kids wind up going? Because you said you and your brothers would do this together with the apartments. Did they wind up going into doing contracting kind of work too? Or Yeah, so my oldest brother, no, but um, I have another older brother, and he is an electrician and a GC. Okay. Um, nice. He's like my Irish twin. And then my, my younger brother actually bounced he bounced between working for me and working for my other brother. So okay. yeah, we nice. all have kind of done it. You know, my little sister, she works on machines now. So, Oh my goodness. So very handy family. Yeah. Literally. Good, I mean, good family what, to know. I mean, isn't this where it comes from though? Like I I, for, for some people, not for me, like I did not come by it naturally. Like not, like how did you start? Not at all. I love Volkswagen bugs. That was my fault. That was my, problem. I had a, like, I had a, I had a good friend back in the day. He loved everything Volkswagen. He swore, yeah. my, my, my son drives Volkswagen now. <laughs> yeah, I love it. See, Volkswagen bugs are like the gateway drug into yeah. becoming a mechanic. And that's what happened <laughs> to me. But so it was, it was totally like my parents, no, they don't know where I came from. So, but I do they think, like, who are yeah, I, yeah, I interviewed a woman a couple of months back who her whole family didn't know where her mechanical skill came from. And then she eventually tracked down, she was adopted but she tracked down her birth father and find out that he's a mechanic too. And so she's like, oh, so it like totally come by it naturally. Yeah. So were you adopted? I might have been. (laughs) (laughs) Switched to birth, who knows? (laughs) Um, So I'm, I'm seeing in the side, like some questions already that I've got. Somebody wants to know what the best tool. So there is a little comments button on the side so um if you click That's on true, comments you, you can see them I just, I just saw that yeah yeah so let's i let's dive into that we're we'll dig into some other stuff too but i want to we'll get this question answered should i answer this question yeah go want? for it what is um, your best tool my, it's my, my martinez hammer your what I think. my martinez hammer martinez that's a brand name Okay. Absolutely a brand name. <laughs> like, and, well, I'm sorry. We we have so there's another brand called Martin's Hammers, and we use really? those for metal work. But that's oh, so not I don't do metal work, thing. so I wouldn't know. But so not the same thing. Okay, so no, it's a Martinez hammer. Like it's pink. He actually made it for me, so it's maybe that's even why it's more precious. But honestly, Aww. but being a woman, like you're swinging a hammer and tennis elbow, like I'm like I'm tired. I'm forty something, and like he sends me this hammer, and I'm like, wow, this is so fucking lightweight, but it does the job. You know what I mean? So, oh, nice. Yeah, no, it's a great hammer. It's worth the money. Yeah, that's I love awesome. it. I love it. It's I like my pride and joy. To- look into that i wish more tools were made ergonomically and like for like i feel silly saying that that they should be like made don't for women's hands don't but that's not that what i mean true, though like it's true as women we don't hold we don't have the same mechanics so it's it's right. every tool is different it's it's and you yeah. we obviously we have learned to adjust you know you and i at our totally. age like we're just like oh, we'll just run with it like but right. it's true. It, I don't think people understand that it's different being a woman. Your hands are smaller. Like everything works differently. But yeah, we're constantly yeah. having to adapt to things: men's uniforms, clothing that's me- like tools that are meant well, for men. I mean, the everything. female clothing thing is definitely it's changing. Coming up. Yes, it, is it definitely up. is. So that's a huge. I'm like, damn. I'm like, I was like wearing just regular pink jeans, like getting be shipped. I don't know. Like women have so many options now. 
So when it's you different. tell me like the the major differences you've seen because you came up twenty years ago, initially by necessity. Um, yeah. What kind of like differences have you seen from twenty years ago to now, and like how you're received and. Honestly, I haven't seen that many differences. I mean, except for like really? what's offered to us, like in the terms of like clothing and stuff, like that's a huge mm-hmm. difference. Uh, work boots are easy to come by, but the men are all the same. Like they're all the mm-hmm. same. You're going to run into your assholes and you're going to run into your decent people. And I think that's generally true in life. Yeah. And I've always felt that way. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't put stock into the dicks. Like I'm like, yeah, okay. All right, like here we are. And I feel like I guess I feel like it's a t shirt in the making. Yeah, I guess I I like that I'm at the age where I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? I don't have to prove myself. When I felt when I was twenty, I had to prove myself. Like you went on to the job and you had to work twice as hard as the guy. Like that's a fact. Now I'm just like I'm like, all right, I gotta all right, here's like a scenario. Like I go to Home Depot when I was like twenty three, I'd be like They'd be like, do you need help? No. Like, I'd be like, no, I don't need any fucking help. I don't need your help. Like, back up. Like, um, you know, and I, I would be so offended, like, that I couldn't do it for myself. And now I'm like, they'll come out and they'll be like, oh, do you need help? I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, free labor. I'm like, free labor. I'm like, get that shit in my truck, like, right now. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit back here. Yeah. Isn't that so funny? I 100% hear you on that. I you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to prove yourself when you get this age. Yeah. Not that I can't do it myself, but I don't, why should I? If you're, if you're here to do it, like, do it. <laughs> I'm broken. I'm broken old lady. Like, it's so bad, but you got to utilize them to your advantage now. I think it's easy to be offended when you're young, you know? Yeah. I feel like I had, and I don't know if it was because I was young or if it was because it was different times, but I felt like I had a huge chip on my shoulder when I was first started out in the industry. Like I, I came in ready to fight. Do you know what I mean? And now I just, I'm like, no, we're not, I'm not doing that. No, you're like, no, I'm good. But you, cause you don't have anything to prove anymore. And I think when you're younger, you have something to prove and you're coming in and you are, like you said. You know, you get your fists up, you're ready to swing. Like, let's do this. (laughs) Yeah. You've earned your your place now. But honestly, I think that's the same thing for males, too. And I hate to be that asshole, but I'm not this feminist creature because I feel like a lot of young guys that come in are treated the same way as young women. Like, you're just just green and you're going to be treated X way. Yeah. And it's how you tolerate it and how you deal with it. And Totally. No, I completely agree. I think um, how we treat throughout the trades, and I, I don't think it's, you know, I, I experience, I see it a lot in automotive, but I think it's across the trades, like how we treat the newbies coming in, the green folks, like it's it's pretty awful, really. Like we don't treat them like, well. like, we want kids to come in the trades and then we treat them like shit. You're like, and then oh. we abuse them when they do, right? It's awful, but, it's you know, true. and then if you're a woman, it's just one more layer, right? Like it's just yes, one absolutely. more thing for them to review about or give you a hard time about. It's a, it's that extra piece that is just sometimes makes it just too much, which is why we lose a lot of people in general, but we definitely lose a lot of women from the trades. Yeah. But there's still not a lot of women. 
now. Well, so across the trades, the recent stats are across all of the, the hands-on blue color trades. Um, we are less than 10%. Some are higher that than others. That, that's administrative. That's everything. So Correct. if you actually talk about the well, women that are in the fields, you know, in the field, tools, a hammer, yep. you know, yep. cleaning, sweeping, that's yeah. like what? Two, three percent. Yep. In automotive, we're about one point nine percent are mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Women actually make up twenty five percent of the entire automotive industry, but less than two percent. So there is actually a woman down oh, the street from my house that I, runs I, a, a shop. I need so to meet her. Cool. Like a mechanic <laughs> shop. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna I actually go and talk to her, and I'll be like, hey. You know, but she's hot shit. That's she awesome. literally works on like hot rods and stuff. She's literally like awesome. cleaning yeah. the crops. So what you do is impressive. impressive. You know, I don't I don't know jack shit about cars. I know I don't know. I cars are impressive to me. Like we always had beaters as kids, so like I had a five <laughs> like Capri, like eighty five Capri. So I'd be at right. the junkyard every weekend just trying to put it together. Right. Like but that's what I did. That's what kids our age yeah. did. We went to the junkyard. We fixed our shit. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that necessity thing, us. right? Like when you, you know? when you have to learn. And I also feel like, yes. tell me if I'm wrong it about is. this. Like, I feel like since learning about cars, other things don't scare me as much, right? Like once I learned that everything is figure outable yeah. and how to unbolt and rebolt things, now it's like, oh, everything. I'm not a plumber, but like I could probably figure that out maybe <laughs> right like, you probably could but that's that is it like it's just not being afraid to you know just do it like i have two kids you want to I, I think there's a weird delay in my video <laughs> yeah we have a little delay so i think I'm, we I have apologize. a little delay yeah but i i was just gonna say real quick like i have two kids and the worst thing they could say to me is like i can't and I'd be like, well, take that shit out of your vocabulary right now. Like, done. Yep. Like, you didn't even try. You didn't even work for it. Like, tell me after trying and putting every effort you have that you can't. But, yeah, biggest pet peeve. Don't. And I think when we're talking about women in trades, I think that women generally are always like, I can't have a guy do it. Like, anything that's a little bit hotter or move something that's heavy. or, And I just don't think that women realize their capabilities you know? Yeah, no, 100%. And I think it's a combination of things, right? So often little girls are being told that they can't, that they shouldn't. Yeah. Men are being taught, be chivalrous, do it for the women. Uh-huh. And so it's like all of these things kind of combine. And if you've grown up your whole life being told that you can't, then odds are you're going to believe that you can't. So yeah. do your do your sons get, how old are your sons? I mean, you've got two boys, right? So my oldest just turned 23. Oh my goodness. No way. And my youngest is 20. So. Oh my God. Crazy. (laughs) So, so you were young and so Kenneth is asking um, how your two children view mom's job in the trades. So how do they view it? Um, So I think they have a lot of respect for it. And I think that because I kind of dragged them into it, if that makes sense, like, my oldest son was pushing wheelbarrows at the age of nine, like when I'm doing roofs and I'm like, go at load the dumpster. So he is now an engineer. Um, he just graduated. He is a civil engineer and he's, he's, yeah, he's doing great. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of impressive, but you know, he called me like 
when he was doing his internship last year and he's like, mom, and he had to go out and look at the guys that were literally working in the ditches, digging up the roads. And he's like, I just felt like, I'm like, you felt like shit because you were standing there watching them work. I was like, is that what you felt like? So, I mean, I guess I respect it, but I think that I've given him, I don't know, the tools to deal with those, those guys properly, even though he's a young kid, they'll respect him because he's been in the trades you know, for a long time, even though he's only 23, he's, you know, he's been, he's been hands on. Yeah, he has. Yeah. He's a good kid. So I think they're, that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's good for them, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think anytime young men, young boys see women in these kinds of roles as business owners, as leaders, as tradespeople, like doing the things that are considered non-traditional for women, I think it's really powerful because then when they go out in the world, they're not going to be weird to a woman in the field because they know they've experienced it before and yeah. they have respect for it. Absolutely. You know what I mean, I mean how many women are they running into? Well, Hopefully more in the future. <laughs> I, I mean, even you, like how many women do you run into in your field? Like in your everyday life, my, no. not excluding social media and all that crap. Right. Well, so I'm an oddball because I like, I bring, I bring them all together. Um, but so. Well, you got like this women's garage, right? Which is fun. That's so awesome. I, yes. <laughs> so I, I deal with women all the time, but. Um, but when I was out in the field, when I was working as a technician, in my entire career, I had met two other, three other women. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, I go out so, and yeah, you literally, you're lucky if you meet one or two. Like, so that's where we come up with the one, yeah. two, three percent. We don't see them everywhere. Yeah. No. So, and that's what I like about social media is that it has kind of drawn us all together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I hate about social media, but I love the fact that we I now hate most everything. About right. Media, actually. <laughs> but yes, I like the fact that it has created this community. Yeah. And that we you know? know we exist. And I think that's like the first steps. Right. You're like, am I the only woman that's dumb enough to do this? Like, <laughs> and, and that's what like, it felt no. like. Right. That's yeah, what it felt like. Literally. You're media. like, wow, I'm just like a glue. I'm like glutton for punishment. <laughs> like, and we might and still be. Like, oh no, she is too. She is too. So that's fine. It's we are all gluttons for punishment. That's for sure. Literally, because <laughs> that's all this is. So when did you like you were doing this out of necessity? When did you make the decision that this was actually what you wanted to do as a career, or did you just kind of like wake up one morning and like it was like 15 years later and you're still doing it? Like, was there a point where you're like, I actually want to do this professionally full time? I think I just, I think I just always knew. I mean, I just always felt like I was, I felt rewarded. Does that make sense? Like, I just, you know, it's weird because we have this thing where I used to drive around my dad in his truck and he'd be like, oh, I did that roof or I painted that house or I did this. And, and then I was like, I started doing that with my kids. I'm like, oh, I built that deck over there. I'm like, yeah, no, I rehab that house. And then. Now my kid like comes to me and he's like, mom, he's like, he's driving with his girlfriend. He's like, yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I fitted that house up. I did like, it's, I don't know. I always, always felt like it was a rewarding choice. Like you feel like you've accomplished something if you built something. And I, I love working with my hands. I love 
getting dirty. I love, I love honestly the physical aspect of it too. In that sense, like I'm not afraid of physical, like give me your best. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I want to compete with the boys. Like that's what I'm doing. So yeah, I don't know. I think I just always knew. And I think once I got on the roof, when I was like in my early twenties, like that was going to be it. You know, I knew what I was doing. So is, is roofing like your favorite thing? Yeah. Is that? No. No. So, but no. why getting on the roof was the Well, thing? because it was like the first <laughs> contractor that was willing to take a chance on a woman because uh, nobody hires women in okay. construction. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I got on the roof and I was good at it. I was like, kick the shit. <laughs> like done. And then eventually I just worked my way down from the roof and learned everything else in between. But that was kind of my kickoff point, mm-hmm. you know? Um, interesting roofing's pretty brutal yeah like it's 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 hard work it's definitely physical it is and you know and i'll i'll, I'll still sell them because they're good money <laughs> like but i don't want to like have to do it like i think i like five years ago i like pumped up a couple bundles of shingles and i'm like fuck this shit like the fuck <laughs> like no like this is what we have laborers for i'm like what is happening yeah it's a, it's a brutal, it's a brutal job. And I don't think it's something you should stay in forever unless you can pawn it off on like, you know, the younger people <laughs> to do the work of it. There's a woman I interviewed uh, relatively recently. She's got a, a roofing business What's and I'm name? like, all the more power to you, woman. Um, what was that? Sorry. What's her name? Oh, um, shoot. I am yeah, blanking her. on that. I'm horrible with names and I will I tell like you that. I feel like there's not a lot of women that have roofing, so I probably follow I know, her. no, yeah. she's, she's awesome. Yeah. She's super, super cool. So she does roofing as well as other stuff as well. But um, like I, I roofed a pad, a shingled a patio that I built like 10 years ago. And I was like, that's it. I've done that. I've done it. I don't need to do that again. That's good. <laughs> well, you're in Arizona. Was it in Arizona? Yeah, no, nobody wants to do that in that heat. Nobody wants to do anything in this heat. But nobody wants to do it that in the cold true. either. So, uh, like, I can remember, like, shingling in, like, January in New England, and no. that's not nice. It was, like, I remember, like, literally laying down shingles and thinking, your kids need to eat. <laughs> like, you just keep laying these shingles. You do not complain. You do not do anything. And that is literally the driving yeah. point. Like, when you're a mom, like, you're just feeding right. your kids. Like, you're, like, just keep doing it. And you want to quit. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I went to that truck that day and like warmed up my feet and like, oh my God, I'm getting soft. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is brutal, but you got to feed the family. Yeah. So unfortunately that's, it is what it is. And I think that the trades were kind of built for people like, like me, yeah. you know? I, I think it's kind of a shame that we have, the trades are, are built in such a way or are set up in such a way that like you have to want it that bad in order to be successful in it, um, especially mm-hmm. as a woman. But and and everybody's got their why or their thing that motivates them and pushes them and keeps them going. And, and in your case, clearly it was like it was your children. Right. And it was uh, an innate like love of this work. But it is a shame that it is uh, an industry that is it's not. It's not easy. It's not that the work is hard. The industry is not easy. <laughs> I think. I mean, the work is hard, hard too, but the work is hard and the industry is hard. Like it's all hard, you know. But it's not in some ways. Yeah. So it's weird. It's like this yeah. catch in the middle. But, but you can think that that pampered people and spoiled people are not gonna. They're not gonna aspire to like work with their hands yeah. and be 
dirty. <laughs> That's not going to happen. So it's, I mean, I guess it's just left for the rest of us. You know? I'm no, I think that's I think that's fair. Although not always true, but I, I think it's about exposure. Often, like, um, you know, because I, I, I that satisfaction that you talk about, like that that oh, I built that, I I did that. Like, I I get the same thing working on cars, um, but I also get the same thing. Like, I'm a weirdo when I crochet because I have an inner old. I, I nice. learned how to crochet. Yes. You don't, yeah, you don't want to know how I learned. Uh oh, <laughs> I I have an inner like seventy year old in me or eighty year old, and so I love crocheting. But I get the same satisfaction because it's that it's that like I took something that was nothing and I made it into something, right? And that was nothing, and you made something. You created something. That's the name of my company, Create. Like literally yes. created something from nothing. Like that's what it is. Isn't that and, what our country was and, built on? Like the world, the in entire theory. world, the entire world, like yeah. in theory was built on nothing with people with minimal things. And we're like, Hey, yeah. let's build something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. What is, excuse me, what is your, your logo or your slogan? I've seen on some of your stuff. It's remind me, it's like create design. Tell me. I think it's, you I don't even know anymore. It's been so long. <laughs> Something design bill create some crap like that, yeah. If anybody isn't following Kelly, um, go check her out on social media because first of all, you but shut I'm not up. Really you are great media, at social media. So I'm the wicked slacker on social media though. I'll I'll literally be gone for That's like okay. three months and I'll come back and be like, but hey. she is she is an like, artist, you? and you can you? tell <laughs> that she is an artist on top of being an incredible tradeswoman because she's got this artistic eye, and all of her photographs are like super artsy and cool. Uh, I'm just telling you the truth. Flatter man. me. Um, and her website is great, so go check out her website too. I've got links to all of it in the descriptions below. Um, so make sure you go. Don't go right now because we're going to finish this conversation first. But when we're done with this conversation, go follow her and check out her work. And if you're in the New England area, you should hire her because she does amazing work. So how how was getting that first job? You said the roofer was the only one who would give you a chance. How long did you try? What do you mean? Like, with no, that one was easy. Like, so it was like, it was almost like they were playing a game, you know, they were like, and I'm like, put me on the roof. And they were like, you can't do the roof. And mind you, I was cocktail waitressing. So I'm like, yeah, no, it can be on the roof, you know, and they're like, yeah, no, and I'm, I'm cocktail waitressing at a place called like, a okay. players. it was called players. And okay, so it's literally a sports bar where they literally sexualize awesome. women. So, I mean, to the point where oh. Thursday night was like schoolgirl night. Okay, <laughs> like, that's how you had to dress. So I'm like, this young mom, like early 20s, yeah. got like two babies at home. Yeah, do what you had to do to survive. <laughs> and I'm wearing a lot fucking plaid skirt with fucking knee-high socks and like whatever selling guys drinks like i don't give a shit like you, you want a drink i got i made a lot of money doing that but i was like put me on the roof and they're like and it was almost like a challenge and that's what i did i challenged interesting them, and there i was and they were like oh she can actually do it and i'm like <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, i can do it like that's it and then the like the bouncer of the club i like did his roof 
and then he was supposed to pay me and then he tried to burn me oh my goodness oh, it was a whole fucking scene but nonetheless i made a place for myself and all right. and there was all right <laughs> I, guess I, I love it i got this i got this had you been so, trying to get a job yeah. in the industry prior to that and not had good luck or no i think i just generally i was already interested in it like i was already doing it with like like i said with the apartments and you know, rehabbing for our landlords and doing stuff like that. So I just kind of wanted to like, the problem is like at the roofing thing, like all the guys had roofing jobs at my age, but none of the yeah. roofing contractors would hire a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, yeah. it was like this challenge. I got to get in there. I'm like, that, these that guys makes are making sense. money. They're making bank. Like in back in the day, that was like hundred bucks a day. Like, <laughs> like you're like, yeah. I'm like, I can do this. I'm like, on a bus day, it was a lot of money back in early 2000, you know, 2000 or whatever. So I'm like, it was a more challenge. And then it was nice because then it allowed me, it just gave me that, yeah. you know, put my foot in the door. Absolutely. And from there. That's awesome. I love it. I love your, yeah. you're fierce and spicy and I love it. Um, <laughs> so we talked about what your least favorite, and I guess not least, but that roofing is not something you want to do long-term. Do you have, do you have a favorite type of work that you yeah. love the most? Okay. So I love like structural stuff, like anything where like, um, <laughs> you know, shit's falling down. And I guess I like it because mm. everybody else is afraid of it. But I love like getting out bottle jacks and creating like support systems and like jacking up a house. I love that. Like I just it, because every yeah. house is a different scenario, and that's what I like about it's a challenge. It's something that you get to process your brain. Like, all right, you know the joists are running this way. This is sagging over here. We need to get a structure under here. And uh, I don't know. It's just something about it. I, I think I like it most because most people won't touch it. I like shit yeah, that people don't want to fuck with. Like, that's me. I'm like, oh, my, somebody wants this. I'm like, I'm in there. <laughs> you like the challenge of Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm that person. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. I like, I like to be creative and think I, I appreciate you know? that you totally like blew out my stereotype because I was like, she's going to say something really creative as far as like making things beautiful. Cause you talked about making the apartments beautiful. Oh, and yeah. I was like, but nope, it's no. a different kind of creative. It's, that's easy. It's that shit's easy. Yeah, get, put me in a crawl space and have me jack up a house. Like I like the the dirty, the down. I love like, it. Let's get let's I get in it. there. Well, and you're you in the right I mean? part of the country for that because everything is old. <laughs> yeah, because we're like yeah, literally like I think like the house I just finished like that I was working on is oh wow hundred something. Wow, I don't even know. It's that... ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You're like half the house is sixteen, half of it is seventeen, and then like. Some guy in the 2000s came and fucked everything up. Like, you're like, what? Yeah. That's so awesome. it's fun. I mean, it's fun. It, I'm definitely in, in in the part of the country where the houses are fun. They're the original. Right. Yeah. No, America, absolutely. You know? I, meanwhile, here in Arizona, like, car, houses are all new. Everything is new. Like, if you live in a 1970s house, they're like, oh, that's I'm old. Um, <laughs> but I used to live in a house that was built in 1920, and nobody wanted to work on it because the, the contractors in the area don't understand old nobody. homes. They're like, ooh, that's, mm, we, don't, we don't know that. No, I literally have buddies that are contractors, and they'll call me, and they'd be like, oh, I got this call. Because they, they don't like, want, it. want it. And I'm like, why? And they're like, 
built in 1910. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. But I like that nothing that you do when you go in there is traditional. It's not going to be straight. It's not going to be level. Nothing. You're going to literally yeah. be scribing everything and working yeah. outside the box. And that's it's that's the fun part of it. Yeah. It makes every job interesting. It's different. Everything's different. You know, I would be bored if I did the same thing over yeah. and over and over, like new construction. I, I hear you. I Right? Yeah. And hang like diagnostic like, work, I feel like, is the equivalent in cars, True. right? It's like, it's the puzzle of it. It's the really, like, like, really challenges your understanding of things. You have to figure it out. And You think, like, the new cars are uh, the They're the just cars? different. It's just different challenges. Now it's all no, computer. It's all computer older, cars, older cars, the challenge was if I look at it funny, it's going to fall apart. And... <laughs> <laughs> And then newer stuff. cars, they have a lot of computer stuff, but it, there's just more stuff. There's just more, which I like the challenge, right? I like that. I like that challenge of yeah. really having to dig in and figure it out. And I couldn't do the same thing every day, all day. It just that wouldn't work for me. So, when did you decide to start your business and go out on your own? Because that's a that's a bold. Um. Okay. I didn't do it on my own. I didn't like, I wasn't like, Hey, I want to have a business. <laughs> I guess oh. I never even thought of it. I just always was here making a paycheck. And then I just worked for this asshole. I mean, he was literally an asshole. So I was like, and he was supposed to pay for my contractor license. And then he faltered on that. Then I asked him for a raise. He faltered on that. And then, and then I don't know what happened, but the next thing I know, he's like, maybe you should look for another job. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, here I am. And then I was like, okay, well, and then I went, I got my contractor license and I started my company and that was my other job. So <laughs> here we are. But I mean, okay. So, so some people would lose a job and then just go apply for another job. But you were like, no, I'm just going to go out and do it on my own. What, what made you decide that that was like, what you wanted to do in the direction you wanted to go versus going and finding another place to work? Well, I think that I already had work like kind of okay. like falling on my doorstep where people were already contacting me for work. And I was like doing it on the side, like nights and weekends, you know, and, and then when he was just like, Oh, well, this all isn't right, working fine. out. And I was just like, all right, well, I guess it's not working out. So, and then I'm like, well, let me just kind of roll into doing stuff on my own in the in like the interim but then it just turned into like awesome. right, well, I'm starting to come and you know I haven't looked back it. and look at you now seven years seven yeah. years later I haven't that's looked awesome back. congratulations that's you yeah. yeah almost four I mean almost eight yeah I can't even count <laughs> almost eight years that's so. fantastic congrats yeah. that is no that is no small feat having having run a business myself I know. it's exhausting it's exhausting yeah. Anything about being a business owner that has surprised you that like, you've been like, I didn't expect, I didn't expect this part of owning a business or yeah. Did you have any like Me? things where you're like, Oh wow. I was not expecting this, this part of being a business owner. Any surprises there at all? I don't, I don't okay. like specifically, right. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I just think all of it has been exhausting. You know, it is. It it yeah. definitely is. I think people romanticize it a lot, but it is definitely exhausting. <laughs> they, they do. And they'll sell it to you like it's this great thing, but it's not because it's 24-7 when you're a business owner. It's not shutting it off. It's like 
the emails come in on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It doesn't matter what day yeah. it is. It doesn't matter what time it is. Your brain is always moving. Yes. And that's exhausting. Yeah. 100%. You know? And I, I saw lots of pictures. I know you, you've, you've talked about your sons a little bit and what they're doing now. I love like seeing the pictures that you've posted of them, like being little and, and out working. <laughs> it's awesome. Do you, how do you, have you worked with apprentices and kind of bringing in younger people aside from your sons? So no, because I'm not really like, oh. I'm not a good person to work with. <laughs> Why do you say that? Like, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. So like my little brother quit me multiple times. <laughs> he was like, and he went to work with my brother, who's not even better than me. He's just apparently more sensitive. So, and my, oh, my oldest son, like I've like literally he's cried on the oh top, like until he learned to like maintain me. I'm just, I'm fucking lunatic. Like I, I'm working and I just, I don't think of other people around me. I just keep working. So I don't know that I'm, I'm okay. I'm not gonna lie about who I am. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a lunatic on the job. I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing wrong? So, <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. It's tough. I would like yeah. to pick up like a young girl. Okay. You know, might need to work on not being and a lunatic to work know, for then. If that's. You know what I'm saying? So, so going back to my last question, the most surprising thing what? Kelly learned about being a business owner is that we're having people work for you is hard. Well, they're also sensitive these days. Like, I'm like, uh, even my little brother. And I was so nice to him. And he was just like quitting on me all the time. And I'm like, hours. Okay, but family is tough. Nice I'll to give you a pass on that because yeah. family is family is tough. I My family mom worked for me briefly yes. and I had right. to fire her. And it was, that did uh, not, that did not go right away. <laughs> right away. Like, I love exactly. my mom. But love my mom to death. Fired. But <laughs> that wasn't working. So, yeah. Yep. But we ain't working together. You know what I mean? So how do you, how do you recommend people get into this kind of work? You, you kind of came by it naturally, but in your experience throughout the years and and working in different construction environments, um, how, how should a young person, should they go to school? Should they just get a job? Like, what does that look like in your opinion? What's the best way to go about it? Well, I feel like you need to like, doesn't it seem like you need to know somebody? Sometimes it feels that way. If you're not, if you're like just green, doesn't it feel like you just need to know somebody or talk to somebody? Like for instance, I'm working on this job. I work at a daycare. She's one of my best customers. Um, and they have a son that just graduated. They were like, oh, he thinks he's going to play football. They were like, what can, <laughs> what can he do? <laughs> I was like, oh, you're coming to me. So you know, my guy runs a fire sprinkler business and they're like, Hey, maybe he can apprentice him. And I'm like, and honestly, I think sometimes that's how it transpires. So if I think if someone was interested in getting in the trades, then yeah. everybody knows somebody mm-hmm. who knows somebody that's in the trades. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe painting is not going to be for you. Maybe carpentry is not going to be for you or plumbing or electrical, but you can kind of just jump yeah. around when you're young. I don't know. I, yeah. For women, it's a little I, harder, I think. Because you, you can't just walk on a job right. site and be like, I need a job. They're going to be like, right. if you don't have experience and you feel like that, and it's true. Yeah. If you, if it's not your, your yeah. brother working it or your, 
for someone you know, you're yeah. not just walking in and getting Okay. Now I'm going to I'm going to show my ignorance so, here because I'm, you know, I know a ton about the yeah. um the mechanical world and the different ways that you can come up. Like you can come up as an apprentice, you can just get a job, kind of learn on the uh, and on the Right. So like in my area, like they have, okay. we have a whole, so whole is there the equivalent for construction trade, and for, you know? for carpentry? Like, are there programs you can go through to like be kind of get your head start? So like in Massachusetts, okay. like it's a union. Like, so if you want to be union, you can go in the union and they'll, okay. they'll train, they'll take anybody. Um, in the private world, you're going to have to know somebody. And so if you don't know anybody, the union is the way to go. Yeah. Did you ever wind up working in the union at all? Okay. I did not, no. Should, should, I, should I ask why? <laughs> yeah, the whole, like, well, it's not that I'm anti-union because I think that the union is beneficial, especially it's beneficial for women getting in um, and minorities and people like that. But for me, like, I don't want to just be, like, what's the word, the quota? Like, I don't want to be, the, and that's it. Everybody is literally the same. So if I'm a third year carpenter apprentice and he's a third year carpenter apprentice, but he's lazy mm. fuck that sits on his barrel, we're both making the same amount right. of money. I don't feel like, yeah. no, I can't roll with that. Like, I'm like an individual kind of person. And I think that a union is collective. And I'm, that's fair. Yeah, it's more for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't shit on it. Like, I think that it works for a lot of people. Like I have family members that have been in the union. Yeah. My mother was a union electrician. You know, I got a cousin that's a union carpenter and they have benefited yeah. very greatly from it. For me, it just wasn't going to be like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's that's more fair. like too structured. No, no, me. that's absolutely fair. I think there's I pros think and cons. Like anything, there's pros and cons to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To anything, to private companies and to union companies. Yeah. So I'm not going to shit on either. It's, yeah. it's in, in I think particularly choice, for women and, you know? when, and when you're just starting out, I think it's a great way to get training, to get your foot in the door. To get training because yeah. they will put you through the schools. They will like, you know what I mean? Like you're not, they, there's no question. Yeah. Like you walk in, you're a woman, you're in. Like that's it. It's fine. In fact, you're even going to get right. preference because they need <laughs> women. So yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, it's no, I'm, thing. I'm just saying. Spent, uh, there's been you enough know? time where being a woman has been a, a a negative. So if there's like a brief moment in time where being a woman is a positive, like I will take it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think the union does do that for women. And it just, I think honestly, when it was presented to me, I was already like halfway yeah. through my like career. That makes sense. Like, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm already yeah. like vested, you know? I'm like, no, I'll that pass. makes sense. I'll pass. So how, so you learned everything kind of just on the job yeah. then you want, you didn't go into training or do any of that. You learned on the job. Um, did you yeah. have, I got a, a Mike, the welder in the audience who I know this is his favorite question. So I'm going to, and it's one of mine too. Who, who mentored you? Did you have any great mentors throughout your time or, or did you not get so lucky as to have some great mentors? I didn't get so lucky. I think that I learned something from everyone and sometimes I'm in mm, what yes. to do and what not to do. So, but I've always felt that like you can learn from everybody that you're around. Anybody that has a little bit more experience than you yeah. has something to offer. And some of the contractors that I worked for were complete assholes. <laughs> they were assholes, but that doesn't yeah. mean they were dumb, you know? And then some guys are super great, but they were kind of dumb. So, I mean, you just got to pull. And I think, that's mm -hmm. generally true for life 
like you're going to pull from every situation that you've ever been in and just learn and learn and learn and learn. And, you know, when we talk about the union in their classes, like my beef with the union, I think is that like, so, and I don't know where it is, how it is in every other state, but here, like they literally put you on one Mm -hmm. thing. Does that make sense? Like, okay, you're going to do concrete forms and that's it. So you're a carpenter and you're, you're a carpenter in the union, but all you're doing Mm -hmm. is concrete forms. But here in New England, when we're carpenters, we do everything. Like we know everything and we absorb all kinds of information. So yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. You know, I feel like you need to know everything. And I, I do believe, I don't know, the broader your knowledge, the better the person you're going to be. Yeah. No, it, abs- it absolutely makes sense. And I, I, I think that's kind of like a resounding kind of question mark that people have to choose in a lot of the trades, whether it's, whether you're welder or you're, uh, uh, you know, doing body and paint or being a mechanic, like it's, it's, are you going to go into the production side of things where you're doing like the same thing all the time over and over and over and over again, or are you kind of a generalist and kind of doing all of the things, right? Are you, are you welding the same flange to the same pipe day in and day out? Are you pouring the same concrete form all the time and then where are you developing so i don't know like my brother was he started out as like we were the same he roofed he was carpenter and then he went union electrician he did that and then he quit and now he has his company and he's i don't even know what he is is he an electrician is he a carpenter he tells me he doesn't know what he wants to be when he grows up i don't know but the idea is like just constantly moving just be learning and doing absolutely And I think it's, you know, for some people doing the production stuff is, is perfectly satisfying, right? Like some people are really good at that repetitive. Yeah. I am not like, I, I would lose my mind. Nope. I am like, let me switch it up all the time. I like yeah. to always be on my toes. Is there anything you know? that you haven't, any Agreed. skill that you haven't learned or tried or type of thing that you haven't done that you would really love to have the opportunity to do? Yeah. Yeah. Like welding. Come out to Phoenix. Welding. Yeah, I will. I literally will. I love, I love Arizona, so I will. I have never tried welding, I, and I feel like I could be good at it. I, but I, I feel like I could be good at anything. You know what I mean? I'm just one of those persons. I love it. I just, I do, just you, do, it. do you feel like you've always had that, like, I can I can do anything mentality since you were a little kid? Did you come out that way? I did. <laughs> I think I All came right. out that way. Literally, like, I want, you know, like, when you have your kid and you have your bedroom and you have your bunk beds and your bureaus, and I'd be like, I just want my room a different way. And I would literally be like this six-year-old little girl, like, moving massive old-school bureaus, like, with my feet, like, sitting, like, against the wall to get, like, leverage, and i just move my whole room and be like, what the fuck does girl just do? And I'm like, it's my new room. Like, I didn't know, you know? Like, I, that's, yeah, I never believed I could that's do That's awesome. You know what I mean? That is fair. And I love that you never lost that, because I feel like a lot of little kids have that, right? Like, they, they think they're superwoman, they think they're superman when they're little, and then, like, life tells them yeah. otherwise, and they believe it. But I love that you never, you never lost that. You still are like, yeah, I can do that. Of course I can do that. I can do it. I can do everything. I'm <laughs> like, I can do everything. I want to do everything. Like... There's stuff I'm not going to be able to do, obviously, but I love it. All right, so you're going to come out and visit Phoenix when it's not summer. Absolutely, (laughs) no, no, because it's hot there. Also, your city looks like a construction site. So you know what I noticed about Phoenix? So I flew into Phoenix. I was going up to Sedona, 
and I was driving through and I'm like, so your city reminds me of like how like a construction site looks in New England, you know, where it's all like brown, like our whole city vegetated yet. And I'm like, no, like I'm like, I thought it was so weird to me. It's such a different like world, you know, because you come from here, right? Like New Jersey yeah, both, both. or New York. Yeah, both of them. New York or New Jersey. Both, but it's the same thing. Like you have green, you have trees, you have, and you know what a construction site yeah. looks like. Like it's just like blah, and that was like Phoenix to me. I'm like, it's like blah. <laughs> I'm like, are they gonna like put some grass or something? What the fuck's happening? I don't know. I'm just wondering. Sedona is Sedona beautiful, beautiful, and and yes. Nice. And I went to Lake Havasu in April. Nice. Yeah, um, it is yeah. very brown here. Nice you are very right, and I miss I miss the green. It is very brown. So that it reminds me of construction sites, yeah. <laughs> and we also yeah. also have a lot of construction going on all the time because we're like one of the fastest growing cities in the country, which is crazy. Yeah. Constantly. Constantly yes. booming. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so um, we have not a lot of time left and I want to be respectful of your time. Um, where, <laughs> where, where can people find you? I'm going to have links in the bio, but tell everybody who's, uh, who's listening um, in the podcast version, um, where they can find you and, and support you or hire you if they're in your area. What, what does that even mean? Social media. I Here I am. Here I am. That's where you can find me. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, We're going to work on what? your self-promotion. Um, <laughs> um, I'm wicked bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay so what's amazing though so i'm gonna i'm gonna promote for you so i checked out kelly's website and it's it's beautifully done um her about me is like so perfectly worded and it's so honest and real and genuine and she's got some amazing testimonials so go check out her website um she may not be great at selling herself um in interviews but um she she is definitely worthy of um of of getting the word out about her work and what she does so go check her out um on social and on her website um and then my final question to you what i always like to end on is if you had the opportunity to talk to the younger you little baby kelly um or another little girl like you out there um what are your what are your words for her I tell her to run, like to run <laughs> really fast, you know? Um, I don't know. I don't know because I feel like I'm, I'm mm. still kind of the same person. So, so what, what do you tell yourself now then fun. if you're the same person? And I think you are in a lot of ways when. I mean, it's the same thing I would tell my kid whenever they're like either one of my boys, when they're like about to, it's like, you got this. You know, like, it's about confidence. Don't, don't underestimate yourself. Don't, like, just go for it. I, I like, every time my kid had a test and he'd be like, oh, I'm like, I never told him good luck. Literally, those two words never came out of my mouth. I'm like, you got this. That was it. Like, you got this. Like, you got, like, look at confidence. That's it. Surpasses everything because it's going to give you the capacity to go out and get it done. No, that's, that is perfect. That is absolutely perfect. And I think you're 100% right. You've got a lot of folks in the, in the comment section who are cheering you on. Uh, 
So I, you've got a lot of supporters and I agree with them. You're fantastic. And you do got this, anything you set your mind to, um, perfect, perfect words of advice to end this on. Thank you so freaking much for saying yes. I know you were a little nervous to, to say yes to doing an interview and that. Well, I just said yes. And then you literally hit me up like less than 24 hours ago. We've been this date like three months ago. So. Uh, I can't remember what was said three months ago. You know better, woman. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. See, I was like, I did agree to this. That's like, how okay, I got you. I'm make this happen. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know how I'm our like, brains work. It. But I'm I am like, honored that you I said agree. yes and that you agreed to do it. And, um, and your very first interview, you did amazing. You're fantastic. I'm inspired Yay. by you. Well, you made it you, you very, very much are an inspiring human being. Um, and I, I appreciate you taking the time and spending an hour with me. And we will talk more offline. Don't you? Don't you worry. So yes, for now, absolutely. I'm going to be. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Heck yeah. And you're going to well, teach me how to do awesome things with wood. Heck yeah. Okay. All the things. Whatever I want to know all of the things. <laughs> All right. Have a fantastic evening. We will talk more soon. Folks at home, thank you guys so much for tuning in and hanging out with us for this last hour. I hope you enjoyed meeting Kelly as much as I did. Um, Make sure you go check her out on social media and her website and show her some support. Um, And as always, make sure you come back next Wednesday to meet another incredible tradeswoman. And of course, every Monday night, we have archive episodes from this podcast's former life as um, the series on Instagram called Trades Lady Happy Hour. So every Monday night and every Wednesday night, you get two doses, two chances to meet incredibly inspiring, amazing women in the trades. And uh, you can, of course, listen anywhere you get your podcasts as well. Make sure you hit like, make sure you subscribe, leave comments. We appreciate you. And until next time, be good to yourselves, be good to one another. Another good night. Bye.